How are you guys doing tonight? Good. Well, I am excited to be with you tonight. Very excited. This is something that's been in my heart for a long, long time. So I am just praising God. I said to my husband, Josh, as we were on, on our way here, um, Josh, isn't God good? <laughs> and he just laughed at me because he was like, well, yeah, of course he is. But, but I was just praising God all day long because this is just something that is in me. You know, like something that God has really um, ministered to me and, and spoken to me. And so I'm just really excited to share that with all of you tonight. Um, so if you would like to open up your Bibles to James 5, that is where we're going to start. And I am actually just going to pray real quick, because you know it's prayer school. Why not? <laughs> Lord, I just thank you for tonight, and I thank you for all um, that you have for us tonight through, um, through prayer and through um, learning about healing God. And I just pray for open hearts. I pray um, for hungry hearts for what you have to say. I thank you, Lord, that you um, would speak through me and would speak through Josh and that the message that you have for tonight would come across loudly and clearly um, to your people. And so I just thank you for that, God. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. All right, are you at James 5? James 5.16 is what we're going to read. It says, um, well, I'm going to read it says, confess and acknowledge how you have, off, have you have offended one another, and then pray for one another to be instantly healed, for a tremendous power is released through the passionate, heartfelt prayer of a godly believer. In another translation, it says, the effectual and fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. Um, and that is just an awesome verse. You know, it... It gives me confidence that when I pray, that my prayers have an effect. You know, I, as I was preparing for, for tonight, um, the Lord was just like asking me questions, you know, about like, well, why, why, um, why pray? You know, why is it important? Why, why would I pray if it doesn't change anything? Why would I pray? Because so many people just think, well, you know, it's like a cliche Christian thing. Like, people will say, oh, will you please pray for me? You know? And we're like, yeah, I'll pray for you. And like, we just peace out, right? <laughs> Nobody prays. Nobody. <laughs> and like, that is not what God's plan is for us through prayer. You know, you, each one of you, each one of us as believers, prayer is how we get God's work done in the earth. God is looking for a church who will pray. God is looking for a church that will stand up in their authority and will speak out the things that he has for today in this earth. If we don't do it, nobody will. There's a well-known minister that said that God would do anything, but he's just waiting. He'll do anything for us, but he's just waiting for one of his believers to pray it out to step forward and say, and take a stand, like, I'm going to pray, I'm going to stand for the things of God, I'm going to do that. 
Nothing on this earth can be accomplished in God's will unless we pray it out. Amen. Nothing. And, you know, that's a bold statement because we're like, well, God, he's, you know, he's sovereign. He's all-powerful. Like, he's going to, you know, do it, whether I pray or not. But that's just not the truth. Because, you know what? God gave dominion to man when he made the earth in Genesis. He created, he fashioned man and woman, and he gave them dominion. He said, here, come and name my animals. You know, come and this, this garden, this earth, these animals, it belongs to you. Here is your authority, right? And then we, you know, mankind, gave that authority over to the, over to the devil. You know, we sinned and we gave it to the devil. But you know what? Praise God, Sunday morning, right? We're going to celebrate it. Jesus came to earth and he died on the cross and he rose again, not so that he could take that authority back for himself, but so that he could take that authority back and give it to its rightful person, to us, back to us. Praise God for his mercy and grace. Amen? I mean, praise God. When God said that to me last night, I was like, I was reading in my word and God said, well, you know, I didn't come to earth so I could take the authority back for myself. <laughs> and I was like, really awesome, God. <laughs> yeah, I, was like, you know, I was like, I've never seen that before, but you know, I know that we have the authority, but I just had never seen it that way. God came to earth as a man to take back man's authority. To take back man's authority. Right? Given to, God, given to us by God. Given to us through the name of Jesus. Let's turn to... Um, Let's turn to uh, John 14, 13 and 14. I've been studying John uh, a lot in the last little while, and it's been really awesome because um, it just opened my eyes to a lot of things about Jesus and about who I am through Jesus, and that is a good thing. It says, um, John 14, 13 and 14 is what we're going to read. And it says, For I will do whatever you ask me to do when you ask me in my name. And that is how the Son will show what the Father is really like and bring glory to him. Ask me anything in my name, and I will do it for you. That's Jesus talking. Ask me anything. In my name, and I will surely do it for you. You know, in Romans 8, 29, and we're not going to turn there, but I'm just going to reference it. It says that we were destined to be just like Jesus. And then in 1 John 4, 17, we're also not going to turn there, but it says that as Jesus is in this, was in this world, so am I. Right? And God, like as I've been reading through John, um, God just keeps saying that to me. Like he just keeps saying like, as I was in this world, so are you, right? Jesus walks through our, this physical world, doing miracles, setting every person he comes in contact with free, right? That's what he did. There wasn't one person that Jesus came in contact with that wasn't set free from everything, their sin, their sickness, whatever it is. 
And God just keeps saying that to me. It just like, it keeps ringing true inside of me. As Jesus is in this world, so are you. That kind of authority, that kind of, that kind of revelation knowledge of God in me and me in God and I am one with my Father and whatever I hear him say, I do. Whatever I see him do, I do, right? That's just, wow. Like, if we all learn to walk and live that way, there will be no denying God's power. There will be no denying that there is a God in this world. Well, of course there is. He lives in me. He lives in you. He lives in you. And wherever I go, Jesus' authority goes with me. And when I pray and when I speak in Jesus' name, whatever, anything, it says anything in this verse, anything that I ask according to God's will will be done for me. Well, then the question says, you know, okay, so what's God's will, right? I mean, like, that's what people will ask. So what's God's will, right? The word, yes, the word. This is God's truth. Open it. Pour over it. Let it get in you. Because when this book is revelation knowledge to you, your life will be changed. And you will pray like you've never prayed. And you will live like you've never lived before. (laughs) Praise God, right? I mean, praise God. (sighs) I was... Uh, praying last night, and the Lord was just, you know, speaking to me about, not just today, but all of prayer school and, like, what he has, and I was going over, back over through my notes, and I was just reading through different pieces of John, and he was, like, highlighting to me these different things in John about how Jesus would go away to pray, you know, Jesus, right? I mean, he is God, right? Why should he have to pray? You know, I was like, you know, I was like, but he would go away to commune with his father, right? To have one-on-one time, like alone, me and God, right? And he would pray, and he would be with his father, and God would tell him things and reveal things to him and show him things to come, and you know, which is just very odd to me because I'm like, God knows everything, like, you know, but like, but. God just was speaking to me, and he said, you know, that is what your prayer closet is for. You know, it's for me to go before the Father, to commune one-on-one with him, and then for him to show me things to come in my life, in other people's lives, I mean, whatever he chooses to show me, and then for me to pray out the plan for that, right? When we went to Ramah, I went to prayer school um, every day. (laughs) Not every day, but every day they had it. And um, I was on the worship team, and my life was changed, man. Like, I mean, we would spend hours praying, right? And I was like, when I first went to prayer school, I was like, dude, they pray for a whole hour. Like, I was like, I don't know if I, I never prayed that long in my life. (laughs) You know? (laughs) And I was like, 
you know, but Miss Leanne, she was the teacher of prayer school, and she, man, she just made you excited, right? Like, she was, you wanted to pray with Miss Leanne, right? <laughs> it didn't matter how long it was. You'd pray for hours with her. And she was like, I really look up to her as, you know, um, a mother in the Lord, mother in the faith. But she, she's just a lot of fun. But she prayed with such authority, right? With such, like she knew that what she was going to pray was going to happen, right? And there was just like this assurity. And I was like, I want that. I want to know that when I pray, when I open my mouth, what I say is going to happen. And so I asked God, and I said, okay, Lord, like, let's show me. Show me how to do that, you know? And, and so we did. And I, and I spent even more hours <laughs> praying in my car. <laughs> and I was a nanny at the time. And so I would be in this person's house and taking care of their baby, and I'd just be like, praying in spirit, right? And like, if they had come home, man, I don't know what they would have thought of that, but, <laughs> but I was. And, um, and, you know, I had heard God's voice before. Like, I had heard him speaking to me before I went to Ramah, you know, because I grew up in this church, and man, thank you for Pastor Jolliffe, for Grandma Kathy and Aunt Wendy, Chuck and Carrie, I mean, the leadership in this church, man, they raised us up well in the faith. And I knew God before I ever went to school. Praise God. I'm so thankful. Like, so thankful. But this whole, like, praying and hearing God thing, that really came, became revelation to me at school. And, and as I was doing that, and I... I was like, so Miss Leanne said, well, you know, me and God, we talk all day, right? And she was talking about the scripture that says to pray without ceasing. And, and I was like, okay, like, I mean, I talk to God, but not like all day long. You know, like I was like, you know, I was like, and so the Lord, um, so I, so she was teaching about that. And she was like, you know, she was like, just test it. Like, you know, just start talking to him. He'll talk back to you. And so I was like, okay. So I said to the Lord, I'm driving to my work, and I said to the Lord out loud in the car, I said, okay, Lord, tomorrow morning, I'm going to wake up, and we're going to talk all day long. That's what I said to him. <laughs> and, and he said, okay. And I was like, okay. So I went to work, I went about my business, and, I, and then I came home, I went to sleep, and I woke up the next morning. And I said, I sat up in bed, and I remembered what I had said, and I said, good morning, Lord, right? And I got up really early because I was a nanny, and so I would get up at like 4.30 in the morning to get ready to go to work. And so I woke up, and I was like, good morning, Lord, and he was like, good morning, Michael. And I was like, <laughs> I knew it wasn't Josh because he was fast asleep because he'd been at work until 1 a.m. or something. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I was like, okay. You know, like, I was like, I was like, well, I'm going to get up and go to work now. <laughs> and he was like, okay, I'll go with you. Right? And I was like, all right. <laughs> like, so from that point on, now, you know, I'll just be in conversation and I can hear God speaking to me. You know, like, 
I'm not even talking to him necessarily. You know, like I'm like talking to my mother and God will just be like, oh yeah, and this and this. And I'm like, oh, okay. You know, like, and it's really cool. Like, I mean, it's really awesome. And God wants that with each and every one of us. He wants to live with us like that. All of us. I'm not some special person that God just wants to talk to. Like, we're all that special person that God wants to talk to. And, like, it changed my life. I mean, to have the revelation knowledge of God with me all the time. You know, like, I knew he was with me all the time, you know. But the revelation of, yeah, he's with me all the time. And I can talk to him all the time about anything that I want to. And he'll, he wants to talk to me about it. So, I don't know why I went off on that tangent, but thank you, Lord. <laughs> um, thank you, Lord. Yes, that is that God wants to, to walk and talk and live with you that way. So, one thing I did want to say before I like move on to the next part is that God, um, you know, the word, the word tells us that his word never returns void. And that's found in Isaiah 55, 11. And so it's very important that you get this book, this word, into you. Because as I pray out this word, it never returns to me void. It doesn't matter what it's talking about. It never returns to me void. So if I grab a hold of a scripture, if there's something that I need from the Lord, right? Direction, healing, uh, finances, whatever it is, right? I go, I go to my word, and I find out what the word has to say about it. Because when I speak and when I pray according to this word of God, it will be accomplished because it never returns to me void. It always accomplishes what it was sent forth to do. Right? Amen. 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 And so, whatever your situation, you know, I don't know it, but God does. And he wrote, has it all written down here for us so that we can know what his will is about that. Um, so the next thing that I wanted to read to you real quick before we pray, because we're going to pray, um, is in John 15, 1 through 8. And it says, I am a true sprouting vine, and the farmer who tends the vine is my father. He cares for the branches connected to me by lifting and propping up the fruitless branches and pruning every fruitful branch to yield a greater harvest. The words that I have spoken over you have already cleansed you, so you must remain in life union with me, for I remain in life union with you. For as a branch severed from the vine will not bear fruit, so your life will be fruitless unless you live your life intimately joined to mine. I am the sprouting vine and you are my branches. As you live in union with me, as your source, fruitfulness will stream from within you. But when you live separated from me, you are powerless. If a person is separated from me, he is discarded, 
Such branches are gathered up and thrown into a fire to be burned. But if you live in life union with me, and if my words live powerfully within you, then you can ask whatever you desire and it will be done. When your lives bear abundant fruit, you demonstrate that you are my mature disciples who glorify my Father. Amen. Say, everyone say, that's me. I'm fruitful. I'm fruitful. I bear good fruit. The fruit, the good fruit of a mature Christian is prayer. Your prayer life will bear good fruit in your life and in the life around you. My, that vital union is talking about, like being in vital union with Christ, that comes through prayer. That comes through me communing with my Father. Every single miracle, every single thing that Jesus did on this earth was birthed through prayer. And it will be the same with us. It has to be. If it was that way for Jesus, and he is our example, right? If I'm just like Jesus in this earth, if that's who I'm supposed to be, then everything that God has for me has to be birthed through prayer because that is what he showed us in his word. That is what he demonstrated with his life. And so what we're going to do is we are just going to pray. we got 20 minutes. And so if you guys would all just stand up with me Becky, will you play for me? And we are just going to jump in because you know what? What I, what Miss Leanne always used to say is the spirit of prayer is not taught, it's caught. Right? That's what she says. And that's true. You can hear about prayer, and I could preach till I'm blue in the face, right? <laughs> but it's going to be doing it that makes it come alive in you. And so I just encourage you to step in by faith. So we are going to pray, and we're going to pray in the Spirit. And if you're not baptized in the Spirit, I'm pretty sure everybody is here, but if you are not, then you just ask, and you say, Lord, baptize me in your Holy Spirit, with your Holy Spirit, with the evidence of speaking in tongues, and he will. It is that easy. It's the same as asking him into your heart. Okay? So it's not hard. If you ask, he will give it to you, because he is a good father. All right? And he's already provided that gift for you. And if so, if you do that, then just pray right along with us. And if you want to pray in English, then pray in English. And if you want to pray in tongues, then pray in tongues. And we're just going to be led by the Father tonight through prayer. All right? So, Lord, we just come to you tonight and we step in by faith. Everybody say that. I step in by faith. I'm going to pray your mysteries. I'm going to pray your word what I pray will happen what I pray will happen will happen will happen as I pray in Jesus name with the authority that you have given me thank you Jesus thank you Jesus and so we just pray right now Bregeto de anda si, shodo do do ko obrogondo so, 
veanda kiri abregeto veanda ki shodo brogo zodo ria veanda ki and lord we just pray we pray just keep praying in the spirit as i pray in english Lord, we pray for this service that is going to happen here on Sunday morning. We pray for the people that will enter this building. Lord, I thank you that they will feel your presence. I thank you, Lord, that they will have an encounter with you that will leave them never the same. Never the same. Never the same. Show do bro go zo do ve anda ki. Brege do ve anda ka zo do show. Brege do ve anda ki. Brege do ve anda siri o do ko. That it will be your goodness that leads them. It will be your goodness that leads them to you, God. Jo bro go zo do ve anda ki. Brege do ve anda siri o do ko. O bro go no so. Show do ria brege do ve anda ki. Zodo brogondo ko, shodo veanda ki, brogondo kororia veanda ki, shodoria brege do veanda ki. And I thank you for our pastors, for Pastor Jalaf and Pastor Sharon and Pastor Chuck and Carrie God and, and for Pastor Grandma Kathy, Lord. I pray right now. I thank you, God, for opportunity. Opportunity, opportunity with the people that will come here. Zobro ko so do show. Kodia brege tove anda ki. Zororia brege tove anda ka. Obro gondo shororia ve anda ki. Zodo ko obro gondo so. Zororia brege tove anda ki. I thank you for salvation. I thank you for new people coming to know you, God. For their first time, Lord, as they are adopted into this family, God. I thank you, God, that you will send people from the east and you will send them from the west and from the north and from the south and that they will come. They will come. Ha ha. And your family will grow. I thank you for it. Jo do pro ko so do ve anda ki. Brege do ve anda ki. Sororia brege do ve anda ka. Zo do show o bro gondo. Sororia ve anda ki. Brege do ve anda ki. Riri ondo so. Zo do shororia brege do ve anda ka. Obro gondo sororia ve anda ki. Zo do bro gondo shororia ve anda ki. Brege do zondo ko zo to ko. Brege do ve anda ki. Shororia brege do ve anda ki. Riri ondo so. Shororia brege do ve anda ki. Brege do ve anda ki. Riri ondo sororia ve anda ki. I thank you for it, Jesus. I thank you for who you are, God. I thank you, God, for your kindness, for your love, for your mercy, for your faithfulness, God. Shodororia bregeto ve anda ki. Sororia bregeto ve anda ki. Shodoria bregeto ve anda karario do sororia ve anda ki. Bregeto ve anda ki. Yeah, just push through this. Shodobrogozo do kororia brege. Don't get tired. Shodoria bregeto ve anda ki. Zororia breke, zororia ve anda ki. Shororia breke, do ve anda ki. Zororia breke, to ve anda ki. Shororia breke, zororia breke, do ve anda ka. Obro so do so do show bro gondo ko. Obro zororia ve anda ki. Breke do ve anda ki. Riri ondo zororia breke, to ve anda ki. Just as you pray, just walk around and place your hands on the seats, because there is anointing that is. Pass through cloth. All right. So we're just going to place our hands on the seats, and I just want you to pray for the person that's going to be sitting in the, in that seat on Sunday. I want you to pray for them. I want you to pray for divine revelation of who God is. I want you to pray for for everything that God has for them, for whatever that need that they come with. 
that it will be met, that it will be met, that it will be met. We say that in Jesus' name. I speak healing in the name of Jesus. Healing in the name of Jesus. I speak freedom in the name of Jesus. There will be people set free. There will be people healed in Jesus' name. On Sunday morning, I thank you, Lord, for a physical manifestation of your presence, God. I thank you, God. I thank you, God. I thank you, God, that it will be undeniable in here this on Sunday morning, God, of your power, of your goodness, of your love, God, for the people that will come here. Okay, I don't know who I'm talking to, but yeah, the Lord said yes. Just prophesy to that chair. <laughs> Just prophesy to that chair. Yeah, because you're not prophesying to the chair. You are speaking life to the person who will sit there. Father, now we cry out for a revelation and an understanding of who you are to every person in this church, every person sitting in these seats on Sundays. God, as you said in the book of Ephesians, the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of you, God, we cry out for revelation for everyone in this church. 
those that are not yet in this church, God, that you would draw them in. God, that you would draw them in. God, that you would cause a change in this region. Just as there was resurrection in the body of Jesus Christ on Easter Sunday, God, all those years ago, on that day, Jesus rose up from the grave. God, we speak out to our communities, to Breckenridge and Ithaca, St. Louis, Alma, and Merrill. And God, we call for our community to rise up into a knowledge of you and into an understanding of you. God, as we go about our everyday life, help us to shine the light of the gospel everywhere we go. God, anoint the words that we speak to pierce the hearts yes, of people, yes. to pierce the hearts yes, of people, yes. and to help them see that which they've been ignoring or that which they've never heard. So God, we cry out for them. We cry out for the harvest in our community. God, that you would help us to be the best possible harvesters, that you would help us what to say or what to do, God, that your Holy Spirit lives in us and every person in this church. God, the people that I can't reach, that they would reach. So God, we call out for revival in this community. Cry out, God, for a change in this community. God, that your kingdom would come here in this community of Wheeler, of Breckenridge, Ithaca, St. Louis, this whole state, God. Well, let it start here. We call life speak life into this community, God. Flowing out of this church and all the other churches in the area, God. Flowing out of your people. Life. Yes, life. Life in Jesus' name. name. We call to them, rise up into who you're called to be. The people that will sit in these chairs on Sundays, rise up into who you are called to be. You will see. You will know. And you will go. You will see. You will know. And you will go. For it's time to rise up. It's time to rise up. I hear the spirit of the God saying, hear the spirit of God saying, rise up. Rise up into who I've called you to be. Rise up into who I've called you to be. Rise up and you will see my hand at work. You will see my hand at work. You will see my hand at work. For there are those that need to be here in this church, learning, feeding. There are those that need to know me and know my spirit. Those that I see. The lost, the broken, the hurting, and the dying. I say to you tonight, they are right there. They are right there within your reach. They are right there within your reach, church. They work next to you. They live next to you. You pass them by in the grocery stores. Look into their eyes. Look past the outer because I do not look on the outer I look at the inner I see past the appearance ask me and I will show you what people really look like ask me and I'll show you their potential because until you see them the way that I see them you will continue to ignore them 
So I'm asking you, rise up, church. Touch the one in front of you. Speak where others are silent. Love where others are cold. Show them a difference. Show them the way. Point to me. I'm not asking you to save them. I do that. But you do the work. You introduce them to me. So ask me how. You say, I don't know how. Ask me, and I'll tell you what they need. I will tell you what they need. I will tell you the thing that will unlock their heart and open their eyes, if you will just ask. And pray before you go. He says, pray before you go. Yes. Because I am intimately acquainted with everyone in this world. There's not a single person that is a stranger to me. They are my prodigal children. Lost in the slop. And I'm waiting. So love them. And see beyond what they're doing and see who they are. See what I see. And it will be the simplest thing for you. Because I love the world. I love them. And I have a place for them. So, Father, we ask you right now, give us eyes that see and ears that hear and a heart that knows. God, we desire the fruit to come forth for the harvest to be reached in this day. God, help us to love the unlovely, to love the angry and the hateful, and to see they're just blinded by the enemy. Mm-hmm. That they're lost. And they need hope. God, help us to love those that persecute us, that are rude and ungrateful. <laughs> and God, treat them with love. Mm-hmm. God, I ask that you would touch everyone's eyes tonight. That as we would go out, God, that you would begin to give us uh, mm-hmm. a visions dreams, all the things that you said would happen as you pour your spirit out in this last day, Father, that the name of Jesus, that the sick would be healed, that people that have no hope and are depressed would receive a word from you through our mouths, God. God, you live in us, so help us to let you out. Say, Lord, give me eyes to see the way you see. Lord, give me ears that 
un that recognize your voice. Lord, show me the, the people that you would have me go to. And Lord, help me to live the way that you've called me to. Amen. You are dismissed to go for 10 minutes to go to the bathroom and get a drink. <laughs>